Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator, is with us now. Hi, Fran. Hey there, Heather. Now, given the situation with money, especially on the government's mm. books, $2.1 billion well spent on Kiwi Bank? Well, I think it, arguably, if the asset size uh, really snowballs over the next years and it can increase um, its own equity in the bank, uh, the bank has actually been quite interesting because it's one of those Wellington deals a few years ago cooked up by Bill English um, and also Michael Cullen when the former was finance minister and Michael Cullen was NZ Post chairman. And essentially what it did was um, enable um, Post to get recapitalised at the time and Kiwi, Kiwi Bank get a couple of um, well-heeled shareholders and get a one-off special dividend back then. So it was a, a very nice, interesting play. And it's interesting what's happening now. I think the key thing is, um, you know, the government gets in there. The bank has been doing okay. It's increased its um, asset size over the years since uh, that earlier transaction took place. But its return on uh, assets and return on equity is nowhere near the level, for instance, of the Australian bank. So it needs to grow um, itself. And I guess by not having the government taking dividends or continuing that policy, uh, that will enable that to happen faster. I think one of the things to me is what happens in terms of small business lending, because one of the things in New Zealand, which is really quite ridiculous, and um, except it has helped small business during during the last few years, um, during COVID, is that people tend to secure uh, their businesses against the value, the equity in their own homes. And in other countries, in some other countries, you see much more cash flow lending and the rest. But here, personal guarantees against someone's assets are quite commonplace. And I, I really do feel that's a dampener on um, innovation. So it'll be interesting to see whether they go a little bit down that way. Um, you know, uh, Jacinda Ardern had talked a little bit about that when she was a small business spokesperson for Labour before she became leader, and she'd seen similar in the UK under Tony Blair's government. So I think there's opportunity there to do a few innovative things. Do you think, Fran, I mean, ultimately this came down to a choice, didn't it, between whether you mm. wanted to, and the words that have been used today to me as supercharge, whether you want to supercharge the growth, get some foreign investors in and get this thing big, or if you just want to keep growing sort of slowly by, you know, retaining the dividend and so on. Th- th- that's been the choice, is just to go a little bit slower, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. But the interesting thing will be if they do have that wholly owned in government hands, and, it, and essentially it was before, except it was through disparate government agency funds and NZ Post, which um, a separate company, of course, but it was in the crown crown hands overall. But I, I guess the interesting thing to me is um, not so much supercharging, but if they own that, what can they do to run that as a Trojan horse upright against the major banks? Do they do things like um, investigate the super profits the banks have been making through the last little while? Um, you know, the rhetoric that's been coming out uh, since this was announced um, suggests um, quite a lot of people out there in smaller end of um, the town would like to see a bit more of that. So who knows? I, I think it could be quite interesting and just see where the government takes it. Fran, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business correspondent. By the way, um, or commentator rather, 